Hi, welcome or welcome back to my podcast, Consistency of Life. It's your internet big sister, Kate, here. And today's episode is going to be all about boredom. So let's get into it. I think life is inherently boring. And that doesn't always mean a bad thing. I used to think that living a, well, what is perceived as a boring life, living very simply, that that was a meaningless life. And so I remember a few years ago, I just constantly was running away from my own shadow and was constantly surrounding myself with people and places and things and parties and it was 24-7 all the time and there's you know all of these superficial friendships the only thing that we cared about were the places that we could get each other into and there were some real friendships in there and I found that there was this one girl who was she was so genuine and so sweet and whenever we hung out it was so much more fun we would just we would stay at her house and or my house and we would go to the pool or we would go on a walk or we would just we would watch videos and laugh or make iMovies or just like doing really fun, innocent, stupid stuff and just laughing the entire night. Whereas going to these parties that are, you know, supposed to be crazy and fun and some of the best nights of, you know, your high school life, I didn't enjoy them as much. And I didn't really allow myself to dislike it because, once again, I thought that if I didn't go to the parties, then I was boring. I was a prude, you know. There's absolutely nothing worse than that, God forbid, you know. (laughs) And so I continued to occupy myself with stuff that, obviously, activities, I suppose, didn't align with me and then I kind of shifted gears and I worked my ass off and I went full into studying mode and working mode and just just living a very structured life so that I wouldn't have the time to acknowledge once again that this isn't meaningful to me and I'm still so incredibly bored even though I'm constantly doing something and obviously school was meaningful and work it was just the structure and the way that I was going about it and the demand that I had of myself for absolute perfection, which just consumed my time. But I genuinely thought that that was, you know, if it 
if I'm bored partying and constantly hanging out with people that I don't have a genuine friendship with, then I probably wouldn't be bored if I'm constantly working and my every move is planned in a schedule and a calendar. And I realized that it all of that none of that was working for me it didn't matter how busy i was or how consumed by other people's lives i was i was still bored doing all the things that i was told to do to have fun and i realized that humans are just we are naturally emotion by law we are emotionally wired and so i think to live a meaningful life is to live memory by moment rather than minute by minute minute by minute And actually allow ourselves to enjoy a moment, even if it's somewhat boring. Because if you can find enjoyment in a boring moment, then I think that's also when you find peace. And I think that's what I found life to be once it got a lot more calm, I guess I would say. And obviously there are chaotic days here and there but for the most part I feel like my life is very boring yet peaceful in a way where I have the time to work or to go hang out with my friends or family at dinner And sometimes that boredom is a good thing because that means you have the time for something. You have the time to do something. And even if it's just as small as journaling, I guarantee you it'll make you feel like you did more and... And you'll feel better about yourself because you took advantage of time. And it's a strange thing because I saw this quote where we only have, if you're lucky, you'll have 75 winters, 75 summers, springs, falls. And when you put it into perspective like that, that's not a lot of time. But when it comes down to filling that time, it seems like a majority of people kind of come up blank. And there's all of these lists on Pinterest or online or, you know, videos on TikTok or YouTube of, you know, things to do when you're bored. And I would do those lists and they would never work. I would try to do like arts and crafts or go out with friends 
or cook something and my cooking was nowhere near as good as it is now so that wasn't as fun for me back then <laughs> and i found that none of those lists ever really worked and what's weird is when i get bored now i just accept the fact that i'm bored and i do something boring I pick up a book and that I've been meaning to read and I read it or I will go on a walk with no music, no phone. I'll leave it all behind, just me and my thoughts or I'll do the dishes or clean or do something like that. Just very mundane, boring tasks. And I find that instead of sitting there and trying to worry about what I should fill my time with and just filling it with mundane, boring tasks and allowing myself to actually enjoy it, I've found a lot more peace in my life doing that. And it's just like if you were sad, then you would most likely probably allow yourself to cry or you would try and process it. Or if you, you were happy, you wouldn't want to try and stop that happiness. You would allow yourself to feel it and express it. And boredom is just another one of those state of beings that you have to allow yourself to sit through and accept and process. And... For me, I found that just doing really simple, mundane, boring tasks actually help with me not feeling as bored because it's weird. The tasks that, you know, I associate with being boring, I've now found kind of something that I almost look forward to because when you're bored that's pretty much a gift of time to do something that you haven't had the time to do because if you're bored then you have a whole bunch of time to do something and or go somewhere so when I'm bored, I just like to look at it as a time to kind of be still and just rest for a moment. Or if I have a lot of energy, maybe doing chores or, you know, like laundry or cleaning up or dishes or whatever. But usually I gravitate towards journaling and reading and those are typically pretty boring things, I suppose, especially if it's something that you don't really gravitate towards. But I love reading books that make me think and challenge me and kind of take me out of my own head. Or I suppose thought process. And... I love journaling because I like to be able to see what's going on inside of my head on a sheet of paper in front of me. It honestly kind of calms me down when I'm able to describe my 
mental space and my mental state of being. Or it's good for just writing down creative thoughts or just even maybe recipes or just scrapbooking. Journals are really personal to the owner and they can be whatever that person wants them to be. And so I really enjoy that. And that's something that whenever I'm just in that boring state where it's like, I want to do something, but I don't know what I want to do. And I kind of want to do nothing at the same time, but I want to do something. And it's just kind of like that paralyzation and like roundabout of those emotions at the same time and just trying to figure out what you're like craving for an activity or what kind of experience you're craving. And I've I've also found that a big reason for this feeling is, and a lot of you may know what I'm about to say, and I know everybody's heard it before, but social media and overstimulation. But it's a very real thing that I don't think a majority of anyone that has social media really gets because because you hear it all the time but it's this slow process and we're starting to see it in kids a lot like what are known as ipad kids today where they're having really short attention spans and a lot of temper tantrums and where some of them are even scrolling in their sleep or they're like there's a huge increase in anxiety and depression and these are like little little kids like three and four year olds which sounds like an alternate universe a few years ago I like I I sound like an old person but I don't know yeah that's crazy. But overstimulation is very real. It it really is. And it can cause that paralyzing feeling of craving something but not knowing what it is that you're craving because social media is constantly just pumping entertainment and you can see pretty much whatever you want with a couple taps of your butt, of your thumbs. But because you have so much, it causes the sensory overload. And that's really what is your, is overstimulation, is a sensory overload. And it happens because of your external reality a stimuli in your environment and when your and when your senses take on more information than your brain can process and this this feeling can be confused with boredom when really it can cause boredom it can have a what do you call it um a chain reaction that's the word 
being overstimulated can be a chain reaction to boredom, but it itself is not boredom. It's a sensory overload that is often confused for boredom. And for this, I would recommend probably changing your phone to a different light, like grayscale or a different hue tone to kind of keep you off if you have kind of uh, an attachment or addiction to social media or just any media forms because um, grayscale actually does reduce your desire for consumption. I, I also don't know if that is a proven fact, but I saw it somewhere, can't remember where, Please correct me if I'm wrong, but it works for me. Don't know if it's a placebo effect or not, but it works for me. So, grayscale. <laughs> One. Two, just putting, like, if you really need to, downloading an app that blocks you from going on social media or prohibits you from going on it for a certain amount of time. And really just focus on mundane tasks or things that you need to do but really don't want to do (laughs) and just start there because I found that that overstimulation can quickly turn into like a rut of just like constantly being connected to your phone or just any screen. And so for overstimulation, I would actually recommend try being bored. Try just enjoying boredom. Get away from your phone. Get away from the constant entertainment. Having whatever you want at the flick of a switch and just enjoy a book or enjoy just taking a nap or maybe watching an old movie. I know that defeats the purpose of getting away from screens, but like a good, a really, really good movie or just maybe one of those old, gray, boring movies, in my opinion, those are boring. Doesn't mean that they can't be fun to watch or, you know, beautiful to look at. It's just not the most consuming, you know, attracting piece of work. It doesn't really draw you in (laughs) as much as a Christopher Nolan film does for me, I guess. I don't know. People say he's overrated. I say that he deserves all of the rage, all of the, all of the rave. That's what I meant. But yeah, back to what I was saying, I would recommend boredom, maybe even just going to a cafe and leaving your phone at home and maybe, I don't know, pulling out your old flip phone or going and getting one like 50 to a hundred bucks. I don't know. They're probably way cheaper now. And just keeping that on you in case you need to dial for emergencies or something like that to really just disconnect and just enjoy stillness and being calm and, and I don't know, allowing your brain to actually think about stuff that's important to you and your life and who you are and not all this random bullshit that you see online every single day. Allowing myself to be bored has actually benefited my life rather than trying to fight it and go and do something crazy and fun because 
I'm not in the mood to do that, but I want to do something, but I know I won't do that. And I just want to enjoy the moment. And I know that may not make sense to some people, but for me, I have to listen to myself. And if I don't, then I just, I just know I won't have fun. Or at least I just won't be able to enjoy myself because I'm not really respecting myself. And having fun also also doesn't have to mean going on crazy to like crazy parties or going skydiving or traveling. I mean, all of those are fun, but there's also you can have a different definition of fun, like going to pottery or art classes or creating music or writing a book or starting a podcast or a business, whatever it is. And some people, they have fun cleaning and they have fun reading and going on walks or working out or You know, there are some dads that genuinely love doing yard work, (laughs) or moms too. There are different definitions of fun, and I think all that matters is that you leave every experience feeling fulfilled and feeling good about yourself and feeling like that was a good, that was worth your time. So if you live a boring life, but you're happy with it, I call that a peaceful life. And if you find yourself constantly bored and you hate it, find a way to lean into it and enjoy it. Just find gratitude in it. And and look at boredom as just an opportunity to be still because... Life is very, very chaotic, and when you have a moment to just sit and take a breath and just actually be able to hear the word, the words in your heads and to be able to form clear and coherent sentences without being under, you know, mountains of stress or whatever it is that the world is throwing at you, <laughs> take that moment and look at it like an opportunity to just be there with yourself just be present and still and grateful for that moment and grateful to have that time with yourself and just try to find some peace in boredom and you'll find a little bit more peace in your life Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. I just want to say thank you if you listened, whether it was the whole thing or just little portions. Thank you for your time. I hope you enjoyed. And just remember to be present and live in alignment with yourself. And sometimes just know that, not sometimes, usually boredom isn't the enemy. You just got to listen to yourself and just actually be bored and be still and be at peace and be calm. It's not the worst thing in the world, is it?
I don't think so. I hope you have an amazing morning, day or night, wherever you are.